some of you may know, I took a bit of a sabbatical last year. Do you mean when you shacked up with a slut of hairdresser, but then she dumped you? Miss Mallon, please. Raise your hand if you want to ask a question. Okay, I think we should just move on. The hairdresser certainly did. Karen Henderson, sales and marketing manager with Visit Dairy. We're inside your Visit Dairy uh, Tourism uh, Information Centre and we have lots of Dairy Girls merch or merchandise, you name it. There's postcards, there's coffee cups, there's posters. What is the reaction like to Dairy Girls when it comes to tourism and the city in general? What sort of buzz has it brought over the last four years and how do you feel about it coming to an end uh, tomorrow? Well, obviously, it has been a real um, focus for our tourism um, here. It's really one of the real reasons to visit Derry. The fact that we are Ireland's only completely walled city um, and one of the finest um, in Europe and the UK. But it really is such brought us um, a, a younger audience, probably. Um, our demographics of our visitor would be a bit older. Um, we have a lot of people coming for city breaks, particularly from the south of Ireland. Um, Obviously, during COVID, um, we are visitors from the south of Ireland would have been around about 11%. We saw it over last summer. It was around about 40%. And a lot of them came to see the mural. Really? and to because see of Derry Girls? Absolutely. They wanted to come and see the mural. If you walk past the mural today, you'll see lots of people getting a selfie with them. Um, they'll also go around to the different locations. And we do have some products that really latch on to the theme of Derry Girls. Um, such as um, Martin McCross and City Tours, they do a tour on a Saturday, specifically about the Dairy Girls. We have the Wall City Brewery that has beers that are named after many of the characters. Um, and actually this season, they've been running a poll um, during the season. And so, for example, some of their beers are called Sister Michael or the Sexy Priest or um, the wee guy from Pennyburn or Dairy Spice, which Lisa McGee named herself. So it's really a talking point and, and it's been really, really fun and we'll be really sad to see it finishing up tomorrow night. You're from the north. You moved to Derry yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. You remember what Derry was like in the 90s. How accurate is it? Absolutely. Well, I was I was actually, I'm originally from Armagh, but I, I was in a convent. And obviously that's why we, we love it in Northern Ireland, because it is so similar. That's what life was like. Um, actually, you know, even on the buses and the, the army getting on the bus, that was a fact of life or if you went across the border. So now it's great that we're able to put the past behind us. We're able to laugh about it. Um, and it is very emotive as well um, like we're standing here in Waterloo Street and just here beside this magazine gate that's and, and the Guildhall that's where actually the in series two the final um, episode was of the Clinton visit and we all remember being here in Derry during that time when Clinton came to announce the peace process and actually this is where um, James says I'm a Derry girl so you know come and see the Wall City there's so many iconic um, reasons to visit but just to see all the different locations that are connected with the story um, and in fact in this series actually one of our self-catering properties where um, the mother went to do the readings with um, the plumber it's actually just around the corner here in Pump Street so there's some new locations as well which is really good to see. So you're so proud? 
so proud. I think it's a, I think it's great. The interest is great, particularly from visitors from the south of Ireland, um, Great Britain. It's on Netflix now, 10 million viewers in series three. So that gives us a great global audience. And I mean, America, North America is very popular. So um, even a lot of people are coming in here buying the merchandise. We've now the merchandise on Shopify. So again, for the diaspora, if they want to buy some Dairy Girls um, products, they can send it to, the, to their relatives. I'm Aideen Carter, the head of culture at Derry City and Strabane District Council. Aiding, we're here on the foil and it's stunning. Uh, the walking tour takes place every Saturday with Charlene. It's the Martin McCrossan walking tour. It's a, you could say, a, a Derry girls tour. How exciting is that? It's really exciting. It's great. Uh, you know, the series has been absolutely wonderful for this city and for the whole region. And it's great now that visitors come in here specifically because they have uh, really enjoyed the series Dairy Girls and, you know, have had their awareness um, of this beautiful part of the world raised. So it's great that we've now got real product uh, for the tourists to enjoy. Um, and uh, Charlene and everybody at Macrossan Tours have uh, done great work in developing that tour. And it's, it's really it's really nice for people who come here and have a, an interest in the series and have enjoyed the fun of the series. And the, the series being filmed here, it's brought millions into the economy. Will you miss Derry Girls, the fact that the final episode is tomorrow night? I think we'll miss it. We'll miss the excitement of a new episode, but I think the Derry Girls are here for a long time to come. So do you think it has made the same cultural impact as perhaps Father Ted did? Without a doubt, yeah, and I think it will. I mean, people are still enjoying Father Ted, uh, reruns of Father Ted, we're all still enjoying them. And I have no doubt that the Derry Girls are going to, is going to be the exact same. And we, like this part of the world, is going to see the benefits of that series and the, and the fun and excitement that it generated for a long time to come. Your favourite Derry Girls character and your favourite Derry Girls phrase? I'm a big fan of Uncle Colm. And I probably couldn't repeat on air my favourite Dairy Girls phrase, you I think. You can say it, we don't mind. No, definitely not. We need to shift ourselves. Listen, Waynes, I've already said this to Aaron. Mommy, please. No funny business with these Protestant lads, is that clear? I don't want anybody landing back here pregnant. Not very likely in my case. I wouldn't rule it out, son. My name's Tom, and obviously I am from Derry, and it's, it's been great for, for the dairy area because especially driving the airporter, uh, that's all you hear from, from passengers is speaking about the dairy gear. So it, it's actually brought a light to the city. And so it's great to see that. Realistically, yes, it is. It's obviously, it's got its funny sides, but I would say it's kind of shows what dairy was like at that time. And lots of jokes about Protestants and Catholics. How? realistic is it and obviously the timeline can move a bit because at the end of the day it's, it's a comedy it's TV but, but for you does it make you feel proud to be from Derry? Yes it does and again well it's it's the, the Derry sense of humour you know that's our well from Northern Ireland you just laugh you can laugh at yourself and that's what it's all about you know having the funny side and enjoying life and that's what it kind of shows. Dina you're a real Derry girl how realistic is the show? It's really good but uh, it's not real not as realistic as I thought it would have been but it is really good and are you a proud dairy girl yes some crack uh, it's good it's very good but it's like do you know what I mean there's more things that could be said and done they make it more about dairy uh, 
Hello, I'm Sarah Routledge, formerly Sarah Coyle, married to a wee uh, English fella. <laughs> and, you know, Derry Girls fans will get that reference. You are a proud Derry Girl. You're also an actress. How successful has the series been? And, and what does it mean? What does the legacy mean as it ends tomorrow night, finally? Well, I think it's put um, Derry on the map. Um, I mean, Nadine Coyle did a good job and then came Dairy Girls. It's a really particular sense of humour, um, the Dairy sense of humour. It's um, laughing through the darkest of times and it's just taking the hand out of each other. And that's what I really miss about home. Gallo humour, that's exactly it. Um, if you can laugh through that, you can get through anything. What do you think the impact is of Dairy Girls on Dairy? Well, it's just a financial aspect of it, you know, and something like that. Cara. You're a Derry girl? I'm not, I'm from England, but... You're actually from England? <laughs> I am from England, yeah. But you love Derry girls? Love Derry girls, love Derry. Do you get the references? I do, yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to take this Derry girls walking tour around Guildhall and where the mural is. It really is quite fascinating. Your real Derry girls, how similar is it? Is it really like your school? <laughs> it is, there's parts of it like, like parts the way they go like on. Uh, the way they go on and all. Probably similarities, but it's quite different. You know. I'd say, like, because it is set in the Troubles, like, there are definitely big differences, but I see a lot of similarities, yeah. And give me some of those Derry girls' phrases. <laughs> um, what is there? <laughs> like, what oh. the crack? What's a crack? Uh-huh. I'm here on the Derry walls, absolutely fantastic. And to see where this award-winning sitcom was based. some similarities it's like you can like sort of the way they walk around the town and sort of talk like that it is like sort of and what sort of phrases do they use that you use like what's the crack yeah. i know stuff like that and then ma and da so you would say ma and da <laughs> yeah it is kind of accurate and how everybody goes on the slang and all like definitely you would say ra for example wouldn't you aye and i'd say like what's a crack this April, our hotel occupancy was 70% and that is on par with 2019 figures. So that's very positive. Um, obviously, Northern Ireland's screen has estimated that they've spent £8 million into the local economy. That was just for the cast and crew alone. So we anticipate that there'll be many millions that we will benefit as a result of Dairy Girls on the TV. Hume has again called for cross-party peace talks. Joe's really dying for peace, like, isn't he? It's all he ever goes on about. I hope it works out for him. I, I sort of hope it works out for all of us there. Come on, girls. It's time to hit the road here. Have they roped you into going as well, son? Roped him? Hardly. He's riding Gary Barlow. I'm not. I, I just respect him as a songwriter, that's all. I did on James, so we do. Well, we need our passports, Jerry. For Belfast. I don't think so, love. Belfast? We're not about early, Daddy. It's a two-hour drive of traffic, love. This thing's in Belfast. But it's eight hours till the doors open. I know. We're cutting it fine. Belfast? Sure, why don't you just sell away and send white slavery and be done with it? Jerry, I'll be with them, Dad. Well, that's worse. Should they hit his kind there? <laughs>